Dozens of court documents related to Jeffrey Epstein are unsealed to the public. And the Justice Department is suing Texas over its new immigration law. The Morning Rundown starts now. From the Straight Arrow News Studio, bringing the stories that matter to you from across the United States and around the world, this is the Morning Rundown. Today is Thursday, January 4th. Thank you for joining us. I'm Kara Rucker. Hundreds of pages of previously sealed court documents related to Jeffrey Epstein, the millionaire who was charged with sex trafficking, have been released to the public for the first time. The 40 documents released late Wednesday of around 250 that are expected to be unsealed in days ahead largely mentioned high-profile figures that have already been known, names of Epstein's friends and victims who have spoken publicly. The documents are being unsealed as part of a lawsuit by alleged victim Virginia Jeffrey filed against Epstein's former girlfriend, Ghislaine Maxwell. Maxwell was convicted in 2021 for helping recruit underage victims for Epstein. She is serving a 20-year prison sentence. The released documents include previously reported deposition transcripts by one of the girls hired by Maxwell, which mentioned former presidents Bill Clinton and Donald Trump, neither of whom is accused of wrongdoing. A Clinton spokesperson responded to the document's release, saying the former president had flown on Epstein's private plane but had no knowledge of his terrible crimes. Trump did not immediately respond but had previously said he had not been in touch with Epstein for 15 years before his death. Epstein died by suicide in 2019 while awaiting trial. Other names in the document include Prince Andrew. Jeffrey settled a lawsuit against him in 2022. The judge who decided what should be unsealed said she was ordering the release of the records because much of the information within them is already public. When all documents are unsealed, they are expected to include nearly 200 names, including accusers, well-known business people, and politicians. Police in New Jersey are continuing to search for the shooter who killed an imam outside a mosque while also trying to determine a motive. The fatal shooting occurred around 6 a.m. Wednesday in Newark. Police say the imam, Hassan Sharif, was shot multiple times. He was taken to the hospital in critical condition but died hours later. Authorities say the shooting does not look to be motivated by bias or an act of domestic terrorism. New Jersey Attorney General Matthew Platkin says the motive is still being investigated. Platkin says security at houses of worship in the state has been ramped up amid growing reports of threats and violence against Muslims and Jews in America since the start of the war between Israel and Hamas in October. The Justice Department is suing Texas over a bill Governor Greg Abbott signed into law last month that allows local police to arrest migrants who cross the border illegally. The law has already been met with opposition, some critics saying it could lead to racial profiling, and some sheriffs saying it will overwhelm local jails and courts. The Justice Department is asking a federal court in Austin to rule that the new law is unconstitutional, saying it violates the Supremacy Clause, which establishes that federal laws take precedence over the state. In its lawsuit, the DOJ says Texas cannot run its own immigration system. Its efforts through Senate Bill 4 intrude on the federal government's exclusive authority to regulate the entry and removal of non-citizens, frustrate the United States immigration operations and proceedings, and interfere with U.S. foreign relations. 
Abbott contends that the law is necessary, as he called President Biden out, for inaction as migrants continue to flood the southern border at record numbers. Abbott said Texas has been left to fend for itself. In a post on X referring to the lawsuit, Abbott says he likes his chances. A day after Donald Trump appealed Maine's ruling that barred him from the primary ballot, the former president has now asked the U.S. Supreme Court to weigh in on a similar decision in Colorado. The landmark ruling by the Colorado Supreme Court last month was the first time in history a presidential candidate has been disqualified from holding the presidency under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, known as the Insurrection Clause. Trump's team contends that individual states do not have the authority to determine eligibility of presidential candidates, arguing that authority is reserved for the United States Congress. The challenge to the U.S. Supreme Court follows an appeal by the Colorado Republican Party last week. Trump's name remains on the ballot for now in Maine and Colorado as the appeal process plays out. Colorado's presidential primary is set for March 5th. The FDA has announced it is looking into three possible side effects that could be linked to a group of medications that have soared in popularity as weight loss aids. These drugs include Ozempic, Manjaro, and Wagovi. The FDA says it is evaluating reports of side effects such as alopecia, which is a hair loss condition, aspiration, which is a complication during surgery when people inhale food into their airway, and potential suicidal thoughts from taking the medication. The FDA has not concluded the drugs do have these risks. These drugs have been approved to treat diabetes or weight loss. Novo Nordisk, the company behind Ozempic and Wagovi, says it stands behind the safety of its medicines when they are taken properly. Finally this morning, most Americans who decided to pick things up, rent a moving truck, and move to a different state in 2023 headed for Texas. That's according to U-Haul, as the moving company released its annual growth index report, which tracks one-way U-Hauls arriving in states. This marks the third consecutive year Texas saw the largest number of movers. The state that ranked second, Florida, followed by North Carolina, South Carolina, and Tennessee. The state with the most U-Hauls heading out was California. U-Haul says its data is based on more than 2.5 million trucks and trailers moving around the country each year and doesn't directly correlate with population growth. These are your top stories for this Thursday. You can now connect with the Morning Rundown in a variety of ways, including subscribing to our podcast or signing up for our newsletter. Just go to san.com rundown for more details. Unbiased, straight facts, that's straight arrow news. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Until then, I'm Kara Rucker. Have a great day.